Hi everyone and welcome to the Day Coaching Podcast with me, Alessia Patcher. Ah, oh, so part two of the tactics of what a perpetrator will use. Now, this is a series that I really feel passionate about doing because I do believe that not many people have a lot of knowledge around this. And as I said previously, knowledge is power. So the one we're going to be talking about today is called Darvo. So Darvo, again, is I don't think um, a tactic that is discussed a lot. So you might not be that familiar with it, which is okay. So Darvo is an acronym that stands for Deny, Attack and Reverse Victim and Offender. So it's a tactic that abusers, abusers use. It's really manipulative. And the reason they have this tactic is to avoid taking responsibility for anything they've done. Um, and what they do with that tactic is they shift everything so that it's the victim slash survivor's fault. And then they're the victim. So they're the guy, they're the person that people need to feel sorry for. So the this tactic is commonly used mostly with narcissists. Um, this is quite a psychological tactic to use and it has a huge effect on on the person um, on, on the victim slash survivor so it can affect them mentally emotionally it can um, affect their well-being their confidence their self-esteem their self-worth um, it can affect their ability to um, make decisions to generally day-to-day -day living um, and it's a really manipulative tactic and it, and it uses gaslighting as well. So what, what, what is this exactly? So the first stage, denial, is where they deny doing anything wrong. So they deny the incident that happened where they um, caused something, they said something, they actively did something with an action or a behaviour. They will use that to minimise your feelings. So this is where the gaslighting comes in. So they might say something like, well, it's, you know, you're being really dramatic. It wasn't that like that. Or um, you're making this bigger than what it is. Or, um, yeah, or another way to basically deny what they've done. And they'll make you doubt it yourself. The next thing they do is they then attack. So attack is where they start to argue. So they start to get more um, aggressive, let's say with how they're putting um, their denial across to you. So instead of just like going, right, I didn't do this and leaving it at that, they will then start to attack you as an individual for who you are, for any, any, um, any past um, difficulties with mental health. They'll bring that up and they'll make out that that's the reason this is happening. They'll gaslight you, manipulate you. They will um, threaten you. They will name call, you name it. And they will attack you as, as a person. And they will um, use any of your personality in your character. Um, they'll use that and manipulate that against you. So that's what they do when they're in the attack stage of this cycle. The next thing is reverse victim and offender. So what they do now is they then twist this around. So they now will start to show themselves as the real victim and make you look like the offender. So they might claim that they were um, unfairly accused. They might say that um, you've made this up 
to actually, um, and, and they might actually suggest it was you that did all this, not them. They'll shift it all across so it looks like they are the person who is experiencing this type of behavior as a victim rather than them imposing this onto you. They will gaslight you and make you feel like you have gone crazy and they will make you doubt why you originally started to um, state, I don't know, let's say that they said something um, and you've called them out on that. They will now start to deflect it and they'll switch it around so then it'll end up being that you were the issue, not them. So they will start to then make you doubt that what they said was even what you thought they said. That's how twisted this can be so um it's a very it it messes with your head so they deny their actions and then they attack you and then they flip it all around so that they're the victim and then everybody else will then start to look at them as a victim as well because of how they manipulate the situation and then they'll start to cause doubt and insecurity about um, about what you have said in the first place. So it is definitely a tactic that is used for control. And also it's a tactic that can support them with their image of who they, who they, how they want to be perceived for people and who they think they truly are. So that is why it is used. Now, the impact of this is huge on people, absolutely huge. It can make you feel like you don't know who you are anymore. You can feel such anxiety around this. You can start to doubt who you are as a person and then you can start to feel and believe that what they have said about you is the truth. So then you'll start to doubt yourself and think, yeah, maybe I am the bad person in this. Maybe I am the person that is uh, manipulative and maybe I am the person that is going crazy and not remembering things right, which obviously is not true at all. You can also experience... Uh, mental health difficulty through this so depression anxiety disorders post-traumatic stress disorder because it make you can feel like you don't know who you are anymore you feel completely lost you feel like you can't cope anymore you feel like you are um on your own in all of this you feel lonely so to protect yourself against starvo um the really like i keep saying all the time is the most important part is knowing all of these tactics when you know Darvo in and out, you'll start to recognise it from the perpetrator. So therefore, you can start to catch it early. And then you can start to label that for yourself. You can go, right, okay, now we're going into the Darvo process. Or if you've come out on an abusive relationship, you can look back now and go, ah, that's what it was. It was Darvo. That's what they were doing. And by educating yourself on all of these things, knowledge is power. So when you have that, you can start to be more in control of the situation. You can start to recognize these patterns. And by doing that, you're going to be able to control it a lot better. And you're going to be able to talk to yourself in a kinder way than if you didn't understand, understand this tactic. The next thing is, you know, find people that you can talk to about this. There's me, as I always say, anybody that you can trust around you that you can talk to or any professionals. Also, it would be really, really good for you to start to have a look at what is a healthy relationship. So if this is what's occurring regularly within your relationship, and again, this can happen within a, a romantic relationship, a friendship, family relationship, work colleague relationship, um, you, you know, start to understand and recognize, okay, is this healthy? If the answer is no, then right, let's have a little look at where are my boundaries? 
What do I want from a relationship? What do I want from this work colleague relationship? Is this healthy? No, right? So what boundaries can I put, put in place? If it's a romantic relationship, say to yourself, right, is this what I want to continue living in? Is this okay? Is this healthy? If the answer is no, which I'm hoping you will recognize that that's not okay, that you're worth more than that, then start to look at communication in a different way and how maybe um, you can support yourself through that what start to record things so do a chronology I think I've said this in the last uh last episode write a chronology of everything and keep the date of it and everything that has happened the date where you were what what occurred um and note it all down and keep this safe safely um away from them so that they're not aware that you're doing this and it's really good because then if it comes to a point where you feel that you do need to talk about this with somebody professional then you've got this all as your evidence and it will back up everything. Um, because when you've been gaslighted over a period of time, you start to forget things and you start to doubt things and doubt what reality was. So therefore, when you get to the point of wanting to talk to a professional about it, and they're going to go, right, okay, so when else has this occurred? You can be like, uh, I don't know. Or you might get confused. So if it's all already there, fresh as a daisy written down or put into your phone somewhere safe, um, where there are lots of apps actually that you can do this, then that means that you don't have to worry about trying to think hard about when this has last occurred because you're going to have it all there. Um, and yeah, with, with professional support, that's that's the next step really. So when you feel safe and ready to do so, speak to somebody who's professional. Like if you feel that you can trust the police, talk to the police. If you feel that you can speak to a friend, speak to a friend. If you feel that you can speak to um, a professional within a domestic abuse charity or me then go for it sometimes when you start to talk about it out loud that's when things can really kind of come to light for you and sometimes those light bulb moments can come on and you're like ah okay now I understand and then also you know it's about getting the support to help you get out of that situation or set boundaries for yourself so I hope that this has helped um you know, knowledge is power. So, so please share this with as many people as you possibly can, so we can spread the word on this form, um, on this type of tactic that um, perpetrators will use on on people. So, protect yourself, get yourself knowledgeable in all of this, and reach out to me if you need to speak or you want to get some support through this. I hope you're all okay. Um, let's do this. Let's try and support each other through this. Um, and more importantly, you've got this and you're worth more than more than you realise. Um, so, yeah, please make sure that you come and give me a follow on Instagram. Share this podcast episode with those that you feel would really benefit from it. And uh, I will speak to you guys next week. Take care. Bye.